Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 38 for the 28th of March 2007. G'day James, how are you? I'm okay, thanks Ian. And yourself? I'm doing really fine. It's a beautiful day here in uh, London. I'm, I've got jet lag because the clocks have gone back. So <laughs> that's right. I think that's probably part of the trouble. And also my uh, my new PS3 and my Apple TV keeping me awake. So, But more of that later on. I'm very excited to hear how those things have been. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. maybe we'll get on to that. But we're going to cover the uh, the normal format, which is Ian, remind me again. We're going to go through UK news, international news, content delivery... Uh, talk a little bit about mobile. A bit of IPTV news. Some gaming and uh, other stuff. Other stuffy kind of stuff. So, kicking off, first of all, uh, in the UK, a um, mm-hmm. couple of things went on with, uh, I guess, the largest digital broadcaster in the UK, Sky. They launched their push uh, VOD service called Sky Anytime. This is the guys that stole 40 gigs from your, your PVR, right? That's right. I had my PVR replaced at one point after buying a... Spending the big bucks on a 160 gig model mm-hmm. and then getting it replaced because the hard drive died only to find it had less space on it afterwards. <laughs> Which uh, turns out this has been set aside for the uh, yeah. push service. So they'll actually record specific things onto your disc even though you didn't ask for them and then offer them to you to watch. Or to buy, presumably. You'll be buying them. It'll be pay-per-view. So it'll be VOD, I imagine. Um, yeah, right. So there's going to be some stuff there. I guess that's all rights related as well. You have to get the rights for it. Um, and this is on the TV as opposed to the PC version, which you said yeah. you tried to use without much success. You've got a um, Sky by broadband. No, uh, Sky, any, Sky anytime by broadband and anytime by mobile. Mobile, and this yeah. is the TV version. So it's, uh, I guess it's the satellite operators trying to compete with the cable guys. Um, yeah, it's a nice service to have. You know, instead of, I mean, they've had the box office service for a long time, but mm. the movies are staggered at like 15 minutes. Yeah, intervals. the near video on demand style. Yes. So and it's uh, near video on demand because you've got to wait. Yeah, but now Virgin really? Media, NTL, Telewest, mm. whatever, they've, they're they rebranding. I was at my, my folks' house uh, the other weekend and they they sent lots of uh, flyers out saying they were going to rebrand and your guide will change and get the Virgin Media branding and change from, I think there's is Telewest or something, but yeah, uh, hasn't changed yet and it still seems to be the same content on VOD, the same mm. 10 movies. <laughs> same 10 so uh, maybe, maybe it'll work. It's interesting. I've I guess we'll, we'll probably never learn how successful it is, but it'll be really successful. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Um, meanwhile, in the US, um, internationally, we mm-hmm. talked about this on uh, one of the earlier shows about how Cablevision, a New York cable operator, it was offering a kind of server-based DVR, wasn't it? So you had a regular box, yeah. no disc, but you could record stuff, yep. and it was safe for you in the head end on a, yep. a server farm. So... Uh, and I think all the, the TV networks took them to court, didn't they, basically? Yeah, pretty much everybody rocked up and said, no, I don't think so. I'm, yeah. I'm gutted by this decision. The, the, the judges said, no, uh, the RS, they call it the remote storage DVR. The remote yeah. storage DVR is clearly a service, wrote the judge, and I hold that in providing this service, it is Cablevision that does the copying. Yeah. So it's the act of the copying that matters, according to the judge, not where the storage is. So given that... Even though the consumer mm. says, I want to record this, and it happens somewhere else, it's uh, It's where it happens. It's not inside the domain of the user, so Correct. therefore it's done by Cambridge. Correct. So they are illegally copying. Correct, which is very sad because that... Uh, but surely, all, I mean... All if it means is that Cablevision are just going to pay, you know, more money for hard disks out there, consume more energy in the yeah, world. but in my mind... It's all bad. 
this is it's either a licensing issue if they'd bought the rights to do this and then, some companies do like bt yeah. for example in the uk is paid a lot of money to be able to yeah so it's a matter of exactly paying this. for that those rights and the other side of this um is that you know even if it does work uh, technically it, it's all about the money i think basically yeah, oh, it's absolutely. all about the money um, absolutely um and uh given such powerful uh people on the side of, i mean we had disney turner and about half a dozen others of all the big jumped on them and said you yeah, know you're not paying so. you haven't bought the rights to this but it, if you're doing VOD, my understanding of this, they have, don't have one server. They have multiple servers that replicate the content. Correct. So presumably you've got the rights to copy the content onto your VOD, mm. distributed VOD mm. server. Mm. I think it's the provision of the VOD yeah. service and then how you get that VOD content to the customer, they don't care, but it's the provision of that. Yeah, it must service. be the service because, I mean, like, like Akamai, for instance, if you're getting, mm. you're watching movie previews like my Apple TV, watching mm-hmm. movie previews, that's being provisioned not by one fat server in California. True. It's been provisioned by the nearest Akamai node, which happens to have that content cached. True. So it's it's obviously, you know, the devil is in the detail and only mm. the lawyers make mm. the money on this. But uh, Well, I'm disappointed. It is disappointing, as you say. I was, uh, say, uh, for cable vision now. But I, I'm hoping that, that you know, this use case will happen. They'll just come up with some new tariff for buying the content for that. But it, I guess it's, yeah. it's a good example of how, even though the technology allows it, mm. the legal, legal stuff framework. and the content distribution doesn't necessarily mm. uh, keep pace with that. Um, what else is going on here? We've got, you've got a bit of news here about Triple Play in the US. What's going on well, there? Well, I actually found the original article um, about Triple Play. And oh, the, uh, what, rather the, than looking at commentary about the article, I actually found the article itself only to def- decide that the actual article is intrinsically boring. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and is this the stats. origin of the Triple Play? Mm. Mm. This is where it's all coming from. So basically it says that increasingly mm-hmm. uh, customers are more and more likely to uh, go on to triple play as opposed to... And is it for the money, or what's the main thing? You get a cheaper it, bill? I don't think it says I don't think it says why. I presume it's... Because that's the big, uh, again, back in the UK, this battle between the cable and the satellite guy. Mm. They're all trying to say, oh, no, our package is better value, and each of them know, seem to say they in are. The UK, I've seen ads from both Sky and Virgin both saying that they're cheaper. Which can't, <laughs> can't be true. So it's confusing. This is one of these, you know, who does triple play? I mean, I, do I get triple play? I mean, a lot, I mean, there's a lot of consolidation. Energy companies will sell you, you know, gas or electricity mm-hmm. together. And mm-hmm. Now it's phone, broadband, and TV. But uh, interestingly, I think it's uh, my parents are one of the few people that I know that actually has true, true triple play, as in mm. one have, wire uh, and one bill. They're one wire, one bill, and they have television, phone, and internet over the one service in uh, in Australia. But um, in most cases, it's really just a collection of stuff put on the one bill as a triple play as opposed mm. to an actual unique yeah. triple service. Well, and now there's the quad play, obviously, mobile as well. That's the other mm. pitch in, in the UK. These guys obviously have mobile networks. and Which, uh, if you can bundle it all together, that's all I mean, that's Basically, all nice, I uh, mean, fundamentally, people are pretty lazy, aren't they? It's like, you know, do you change your bank or your mortgage <laughs> or all this kind of stuff? Generally people no. generally don't do it because exactly. it's, it's perceived to be a pain. Yeah. So they don't do it. So yeah. I guess the more more things you have together. Yeah, and you don't want to bother to, be, to lose yeah. one of them. Exactly, or you don't want to switch uh, all four yeah. of them to something yeah, else. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. how, how much time... So I guess uh, churn is a good... Uh, it's a good churn reducer. Churn reducer, which, So that's, that's a good thing. And, you know, if you give the illusion... And, and I mean, I must admit, I don't have a mobile phone account here in the UK. I've got, like, a pay-as-you-go for my wife because you mm-hmm. just try and... 
go into a shop and you say, you know, what's what deal do they want? And there's so many different tariffs and deals. Oh, yeah. I've been I mean, many you've got times no, completely confused. You've got no more. idea. So I you, know why you just say, I want that one. Looking at the phone, <laughs> so I want that one. What do I need to do to get that one? Um, so it is quite a. It's very confusing for the consumer. And everyone says, no, 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 we're making it easier. But I'm not actually convinced about any of that. Well, the, the other flip side to uh, to triple play is what we discovered in Australia is what they're calling sticker shock, as in you put these three things together. And three it's or four a huge things, bill. And there's a huge number. And you go, oh, my goodness, how yeah. am I going to pay this bill? Uh, but it's, uh, you know, and if you'd had them all separately, it wouldn't have seemed, seemed so yes, much. Yeah. Now you've actually had that number together. It's, uh, it's a bit more... Uh, yeah, the art of billing. I'm yes. sure. I'm it's sure a, there are plenty of professionals out there mystery. who <laughs> look into this. But it is yeah, the billing thing is quite tricky as well to converge all those back end systems together so you can actually have mm, one no, bill. It's not Otherwise, you know, you have to replicate all the different mailings and things like that. So it's pretty tricky. So, uh, but I think interesting that article. I think the most interesting thing was the origin of the thing triple play, which was relating to a baseball term. Is it really? That's what it kind of... It was alluding mm. to at the beginning. It's the most exciting play in baseball. I don't know how. According to Hank... Hank, Hank Aaron. Hank Baseball. Whatever. There we go. We'll have to uh, look that one up. So, um, content delivery. Now, um, first item we've got to talk about here, essentially, is Apple TV. Now, I'm okay. really excited, James. You've been waiting for your Apple TV for Woo-hoo. like 100 years. And I unboxed it's it. It arrived. Unboxed it. I unboxed it. You had it's, to buy um, more cables to plug it in. I was a bit disappointed actually when I opened the box because actually it's quite difficult to get it out. <laughs> As in <laughs> Most of the Apple things I've had before, they're in. This one's really jammed in with a bit of polystyrene. Correct. So it's like really quite tricky to get out. And the little remote, I had to sort of whack it on the back to get it out. So it wasn't. <laughs> it, looked, it looked nice, nice packaging, very simple. Right. But you literally you lift out the Apple TV and you go. And. Like, where's it. the rest of it? There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's literally a power cable in the Apple TV. And right. That's it. Um, you do get a power cable. And the remote, yeah, the power cable. So, okay. so I um, took it home, whacked it in the old cinema, plugged mm-hmm. it in. And Did you get HD glory? Yeah, no, HDMI. You know, I had the cable already, so I uh-huh. whipped out my PS3, more of that later. <laughs> whacked it into the back of the, uh, the Apple TV. And then it, it's uh, the light, you know, press, there is no, there's no buttons on it either. So you literally, nothing. you just, when I mean, you plug it in, there's a bit of a sparky thing when I plugged it in. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going, oh shit, right. I fried it already. Okay. But I plugged it in, mm-hmm. hit the remote control. And? Uh, light came on. <laughs> and then the coolest thing about it was the, <laughs> like the startup movie. Right. Um, where it's, it plays I some funky that. surround music. I the startup music. movie was the best yeah. thing about and the there's this kind of, and there's a, see the a movie. massive video wall <laughs> and then a wave of, like a, a wave of content as the video wall wow. kind of ca- cascades down and breaks all the little, little video screens turn into pixels and it's like oh, a breaking beautiful. wave and it goes, right. but then the TV experience starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then. So, no, and I, I then found out because I was on a different subnet that I, it wouldn't sync with my iTunes clients. Um, because of yeah. the various the what the compli- are you doing having subnets at home? What's it's a complicated uh, it's a complicated Ethernet bridging arrangement for my power line distribution out to the shed to the <laughs> cinema. Sorry, um, <laughs> so it didn't find my iTunes clients, but I you know, looked around the interface and the Apple. I haven't used an Apple remote before either, which was quite relatively easy to use. But the menu key is kind of below the. Mm. And I kept. I was hoping for a scroll wheel. I was thinking this is because it feels uh. like a nano. Right, right, the little but, remote, yeah, yeah. But it, and I was see. kind of scrolling around with my thumb. I thought, no, no, I have to <laughs> press left. No I have to press left and right. Mm. But I could watch. Um, you can see what's the top ten movies in on iTunes. You can see the okay, top so ten series. See you can see um, right. the 
kind of content on uh, movie previews mm-hmm. kind of thing just general pre-release and trailers and stuff it and it pre-caches stuff i think it's it's obviously because mm. you, you go to the menu and clearly there's nothing in the box other than this funky startup movie um but you go to the top 10 movies and it the text metadata pops up really quickly and then it gradually gets the um the cover art basically and starts doing a have you seen cover cover flow in itunes oh we're at Flips the, yeah, flips the, flips the album art CD, or whatever, yeah, but right. basically that that starts appearing and then it starts just scrolling through so you can see what's in each category. Cool. So it does look it does look pretty good, um, but no iTunes at that stage. Then later on, I managed to I moved it back onto the main net. <laughs> managed to find these. It generates a random number each time you want mm-hmm. to connect to an iTunes service. And then it said it will now sync this stuff in this order with your music and photos and, and, and things. But kind of did the music, but I've got quite a lot of music so it took quite a long time right. um, but what it didn't do the photos it, does it fill up and because I mean you'd have more than 40 gigs no I don't have more than 40 gigs of music oh, okay. I must say I've only got about 20 gigs of music so, that's right um, so transferring 20 gigs across that network yeah and it's native to 11G I've got there I suppose so it wasn't right. it, it took a while but then it didn't get the photos huh. because then I had to manually go in and say yes sync the photos which it appears like a device like an oh, ipod okay. or something oh, so right. you so can you just go through and say what's on there yeah okay um uh, but it didn't do my audiobooks either i've got an audible.com subscription mm. Mm. um didn't sync them said can't deliver can't sync them because the encryption you know won't play them back so um, oh, but i was a little normally listen to books i guess in your lounge room but still well no, i don't but it's a yeah. but still it's, it's the, the thing, point yeah. it's my content <laughs> you know and then the other thing was um once i registered it through itunes uh-huh and it just pops straight to the iTunes Music Store saying, things you might want to watch on your Apple TV. And it's just got some podcasts. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> there is nothing in the UK. Oh, of course, because the UK doesn't yeah, have yeah. any content on The video quality was kind of okay, um, yeah, but not, kind of okay. not 720p, um, mm. really. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's okay. I think uh, when I've got the photos and things on it, it'll, it'll will me. Yeah. I'll be able to watch more of my photos and or see yeah. my photos and view yeah. them and things like that. But you can't do it. It's very passive. You can't organize them or anything. Okay, so, so far, just, so I'm hoping it's a product that will grow. Um, well, I mean, with, it's, and it's only software version 1.0, and well, there was no. It's the first product I've bought go. for a long time, which mm-hmm. doesn't have a software upgrade available at launch. Really, which to me might fuel the sort of suggestion that what slowed down the release of it was the content deals, not the software. Yeah, no, I think you're right because um, but it's still, but it's still not ready. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but well, it did. they were talking about UK iTunes content early 07. Yeah. Well, I mean, the iTunes is ready. There's this parental rating yeah. stuff that's around there where you can of, see. We're out of the early bit, aren't, of, aren't we? Yeah, so. yeah. So, uh. and there's no 720p content around anyway. Anyway, um, that was just my Apple TV experience. You found a place about someone hacking it, basically. Just well, seeing, yeah, so, sniffing I mean, it, see what's like on it. It's been out for like 10 minutes and, and uh, everyone's taken the discs out, put yeah. bigger discs in. Seeing what's on the disc. Yeah. Um, and it turns out it's, it's essentially got a mobile, uh, like a laptop processor in it, 40 gig drive. And uh, they've done lots of stuff with it. The most frustrating thing for a lot of people is that they've stored their video f- in uh, DivX format, right? Um, which is a very uh, compact format. It's, it's essentially MPEG-4. Yeah, or these H- are the people that have four. backed up their DVD collection, right? Exactly, or <laughs> made their home movies uh, yeah, in uh, DivX. Yeah. And they want to be able to watch that content, and they've mm. been able to change things such that can do that. And uh, they've put uh, SSH on it and Apache, and they've run web servers on it. Yeah. So I think we'll be seeing some you know, web well, server farms running Apple TV, perhaps. Yeah. Why not? Oh, I mean, it's anyway. it's obviously it's a it's a basic Unix underpinnings there, so you can go in all Linux. You know, it's mm. a 
I mean, I always see OS X as almost like a Linux distribution managed by Apple with extra bells and whistles. So it's kind of seems yeah. to work. Yeah, um, I think it's BSD, but yeah, same yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, All right, so that's cool. You're that's, you're a happy Apple yeah, TV Yeah, maybe man. you know when maybe. when the one point one software comes out, maybe you I'll, be, I'll be happier. Because that'd be right if you're sitting down there and you want to watch Battlestar Galactica and it's on screen, you say yes, I'll buy that, and it buys it through your iTunes, downloads it, and off you go. Potentially, I Let's reckon see. that'd be right. Be it, yeah, if, if it works, it works. That'd be great. Um, you've been a bit of a music fanatic, um, obviously with far more than. 20, 40 gigs of music at home. Um, In fact, you know, <laughs> I just copied my music collection across from one computer to the other and it took many, many hours. And mm. um, I've just been through this drama with Audible having to reauthorize another computer and yeah. all that stuff so I can understand how frustrating it would be not to be yeah. able to listen to it. Um, but I've got many, many albums. Right. But it seems that the album is, uh, is, is on its way out as uh, people are getting, getting used to the idea that is this a new thing? Is that I mean, this must happen? Like, oh, the single is dead because it used to be the single is dead. No one's buying because the cost of buying a CD single, certainly in the UK, was twenty five percent of buying the album. Exactly, and, and then I mean, that, that electronic kind of distribution comes the, along. Encourage you to buy the album because if you like, if you like two or three songs, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you'd a fourth, buy you'd buy the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, given that single prices online are so much cheaper, you can just buy the four songs you like or five songs you like, as opposed mm. to having to buy the twelve songs as an album. Yeah. Uh, so this has really affected how people spend their money. But I heard again on iTunes that they would, there was a rumour, I don't know if it's true, that if you wanted to buy the album, they'd discount it by the singles you'd bought from the album. Yeah, and that's allegedly. a bit of a frustrating thing because if you've already bought a couple of the songs and it's on a different album mm. or the same album that they came from and then you yeah. buy the rest and you buy it twice. But I guess it comes down to how you actually, how you're influenced and how do you buy the content. Is it a friend telling you, hey, this is really cool, or you hear it on the radio? Mm. And the radio stations all have playlists which are plugged by the record promoters. Exactly. So. Has anything really changed? I mean, you can't go and you can browse online, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't know. But I guess, but for the first time, you can time. hear a little bit of all the yeah, songs 30 on seconds the album, and all that kind and of stuff. And often, it's yeah. enough to for you to go, "Yeah, I don't really like that song." So <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to buy it anymore. But so the album style was it would grow on you. You'd buy it, and then the songs would grow on you. You have to listen to it a bit, and you get into it. And I it. agree with that. There are mm-hmm. a lot of artists that spend a lot of time making entire albums and putting the songs in the right order and mixed in the right yeah. way, so they all flow together and so on. Um, but, you know, with Shuffle these days, no one listens to an album <laughs> even in the same order. So, uh, yeah. But I guess the article is saying that uh, as record companies wake up to this fact, they're now looking at the way they uh, do content deals with uh, artists. So they're now saying, look, we don't want you to make an album. We don't want to spend a million dollars making an album. Just make two songs and we'll flog them to death and you can sell the singles and that's it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, so, so when you go to a live performance, it'll be a bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, and um, it was so good. I bought both songs. <laughs> that's right. Micro concerts. That's I can right. see it now. But I mean, it's got that again. Then that's got two sides to it. It gives a lot more artists the chance to to do their one or two songs mm. um, and get famous or get well known. Uh, but there, by the same token, you know, there's artists that uh, want the chance to do something you know, artistic, but not necessarily yeah. popular with the other songs. And well, I guess there's so no many one-hit it. wonders out there. What's the difference, really? It's well, just true. everyone's a one-hit wonder. That's what it is. That's exactly right. You know, what's your um, next single? What's the next hit. single you're planning? <laughs> Hello. I'm going on tour with my single. <laughs> well, <laughs> we could release a new single once a month, you see. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm sure artistically there's going to be some issues that people mm, have with that. Still, people will continue to cut albums. So also on content, you had an article about YouTube. Yes. Um, well, Caterpillar, I think, was the code word given to this. Um, News Corp and NBC allegedly getting together to mm-hmm. uh, start a content distribution. And I heard also that um, 
Viacom mm. and I think Disney or something was also interested in doing this. But then we also heard that Viacom put in this massive one billion dollar lawsuit to YouTube mm. and got uncomfortable. But it, it is this a Me Too sort of proposition? So what are they trying to do? They're trying to set up a, a YouTube a video distribution sort of site, right? Um, but obviously, I guess they want to have some control or something that is is um, content creator friendly, which maybe mm. the Google YouTube thing obviously it came from nowhere. Um, mm. It's a bit unclear, and there's lots of gaps in it. But people, I mean, caterpillar is the the code word for it. Why is it called caterpillar? Yeah, and it seems a bit odd. Um, and, and maybe it was going to be a bigger thing, and there was just enough momentum, and it it came out ju- just before Viacom pulled out and pulled the lawsuit. They decided right. rather than go into business, why don't we just sue the guys who've got lots of money? <laughs> well, that works too. Yeah. Um, so that's well, going to see what happens there. I mean, obviously, uh, they're looking at YouTube, going, you know, this is clearly a phenomenon. We need to do something to, if not counteract, then at least compete with that, and uh, have some trying to re- maintain some sort of control over our, our own content. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's. I haven't looked at YouTube for a while, and I thought my Apple TV might have looked at it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. I mean, I know other Media Central stuff, the Equinox thing does, but that's uh, a bit different. Okay. Um, now, IPTV is always a bit interesting, isn't it? Because we find the 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 news is a bit sporadic, really. It's all mm. people doing trials and things, and there's mm. basically the Microsoft camp, and then there's everybody else. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. And mm-hmm. there are no standards in this area, really, other than you know IP the the TCP/IP mm-hmm. protocol and UDP and, and other things like that. People, yeah. Generally, people think RTP is a good idea, but yeah. uh, not but there's no. And so, getting everyone to work together is is mm. is kind of difficult. And from mm. an operator's perspective, they might think, "Oh, well, you know, actually, no one ever got fired for choosing Microsoft. We we'll <laughs> go with that. They seem to have got their mm-hmm. act together." Um, mm-hmm. And they, increasingly, it seems that that seems to be the case. Um, so, what's this? You picked up something about standards in IPTV. Well, I mean, that, again, that's that's the challenge. I mean, IP fine, um, RTP, which is uh, a real-time protocol which is designed to get media from one place to another, fine. Uh, but beyond, on top of that, beyond that, um, so given that you know the, a few IP addresses, you can stream some content, but of course that's the very beginning of the problem. How do you know what channels there are, where the content is, yeah. where the IP Discovery addresses are, of the content, what yeah. the list of content that's on today, mm-hmm. all that stuff is, is all proprietary at the moment for mm-hmm. any given solution. Um, so I expect the IPTV forum and uh, they're Oif. pushing... <laughs> To uh, develop standards to uh, OIF, O-I-F, do you reckon? OIF. That would be uh, unfortunate. But this is, and what's the, the drivers here then? Is it from well, the consumer um, electronics people or is it... Um, well, the founding members include an AT&T, alphabet soup. <laughs> an alphabet, pretty much soup. An alphabet soup, along with everybody else in the known world. Mm. Uh, Ericsson, France Telecom, Panasonic, Philips, Samsung, Siemens, Sony, Telecom, Telecom Italia. So there's a few operators and a few... Uh, equipment providers, and I Microsoft guess. is a no-show on the roster. It's, it's them Indeed. and us, isn't it? Indeed, exactly. But in, mm. in, in, I presume in order to compete with Microsoft, you need something that says, well, you can take their boxes mm. and our servers and our VOD servers and our thingies and plug them all together and it all works, uh, which is at least a compelling proposition mm. uh, compared with having to have everything all from the one vendor, which is pretty much what you have to do at the moment. There's kind of eclectic partnerships that are set up to do IPTV. Um, and it's, if it's not from the one vendor, it's from the one collection of yeah. vendors. And again, this is similar to North American Cable Card, where they're trying to say, you know, for consumers who might be confused, because IPTV is a catch-all for so many different things. It is. And yeah, would you go and buy an, which category to when put I bought an Apple TV box? Would you go and buy an IPTV box? Yes. No, you can watch IPTV on this. Um, that's going to be a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps 
the, the, the aim there is to try and let consumers buy the product and go and use it. I think in reality, you know, that's going to be a bit different because you're going to have to have some kind of gateway product, your DSL modem mm. or something, mm. which then has to talk to your IPTV box and your computer and all the other bits and pieces in your house. Yep. So it's, uh, it sounds like a long-term project. But I think the interesting thing here is, as this article you found says, you know, the AT&T are involved and mm. they're one of, I think they're one of the headliners on Microsoft's plan. So, mm. um, And again, I would expect them to be thinking, mm, I don't want to be tied into stuck with, yeah. the, with the one vendor for everything. I want to be able to do something different sometimes. Uh, so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, mobile news, a bit thin on the ground. If anyone out there has got some hot mobile news, please let yep. us know at feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Um, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, still got a few prizes left in the prize cupboard, so uh, do drop yes, us something. Send us some info. Get some stuff out of there. Gaming. Um, and what was that that launched this week? Uh, some gaming the console. The Xbox 360 Elite. Ah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> this is a gaming console with 120 gig hard disk. Twice that of um, whatever that other console is called. And uh, it's got HDMI out, so it's got a proper digital connection yeah, now. But no uh, integrated HD DVD. Ah, uh, disappointing. Disappointing. Um, so that's that was an announcement of the Xbox 360 Elite. I think that came mm-hmm. out today. Um, Build as a, a, a new product uh, that's not going to replace either of the other two Xbox uh, form factors. No, so, so you've got the basic and the premium Yeah, have either. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the big news which you were alluding to was that the PlayStation 3 was released in Europe and Australia uh, and apparently was in the first weekend was the fastest selling console really allegedly that's great Um, you know I'm disappointed because of the numbers it was something like 200,000 in the UK in the first weekend but that's pretty impressive but they pre-ordered I think it's something like 400,000 so I mean I just I just walked into the store and got one um (laughs) And that wasn't an issue. Um, those some lucky people who went to the the Virgin yeah, Mega Store in London if I'd known got a two thousand pound presumably ten eighty p TV from Sony yeah. as part of the deal. Wow. If you if I'd known that you, you would pulled get a, a free TV, I would have uh, <laughs> <laughs> been there at midnight with the rest of them. Um, anyway, I didn't get up at midnight. I did did go in, and I just thought, well, you know, if they've got them, serendipity pick. If they've got them, I'll have yeah. one. And they have and one. you got one. What's it like? Come on. What's, uh, what's it it's, like? What games have you got? I, I've got um, Motors, Motorstorm GP and Resistance Fall of Man. That's supposed to be good. Um, and I, I haven't had much time to play with it, I must admit, but I've looked through the menus. I've connected up my PSP to it for remote play. Cool. Um, I've been trying to get my all the peripherals that work on Bluetooth. So I've been trying to get various oh, really? Bluetooth things that I have at home to talk to it. No joy with my keyboard or my mouse yet, but I've got another <laughs> mouse to try. Uh-huh. Um, my I've got a headset, a Bluetooth hands-free mm-hmm. headset, which I don't use. Well, I haven't used because my car's got it kind of built in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think the battery's probably dead because I haven't <laughs> used it for two years. But I've been... I don't know, I'll try again tonight or something. Um, but you can do chatting, apparently, in Resistance wow, Fall of cool. Man. But I'm, I'm not particularly... It's a first-person shooter yes. running around kind of stuff. And I did go online to see how the online play. And it was quite responsive because when yeah. I played before with online games, normally if your ping time is bad... Mm, it's all over. It's all over very quickly, um, but uh, it didn't doesn't actually give any indications about that. But it does match you against your ratings. You get rankings based on how good you are. And as I've never yeah. played the game before in my <laughs> life, I'm clearly terrible uh, and get killed immediately. Right. Um, but uh, it is. It seems quite interesting from a game perspective. I mean, I, I haven't. I tried shooting stuff. The idea being that there's isn't, physics models in there the plan, enabling yeah. you to shoot and destroy everything. Right. 
but it doesn't seem to be the case. Either that or I'm only yeah. using a pea shooter or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need bigger weapons or something. But yeah. Definitely need bigger weapons. Um, but the MotorStorm GP, again, on the physics side, is supposed to have mm-hmm. the, um, you know, you leave ruts and mud flying everywhere. And wow, cool. Your, your car explodes an awful lot the way I drive. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I've literally played each one for about 10 minutes. So, um, so you've just got a taste for it. So Yeah, and the online, there's the online thing. I downloaded a, a no, game. So you can actually buy things online Yeah, yeah well. you can That's buy cool. like Tekken and there's a free re-download of a game I should be getting a I haven't watched any 720p Blu-ray movies yet I'm waiting for that ah, did you get uh, one with it? no didn't come with it I was no. planning to get one with it but then that various reasons didn't right, that, okay. that didn't happen so uh, well, I'll be looking but I must admit selection I I've, I have looked in the various media stores in the UK for selections mm-hmm. of movies on Blu-ray and HD DVD much? Uh, there's a similar number of titles for each one which is right. about 10 <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, really? however all the movies I want to watch are on HD DVD <laughs> Oh my goodness, that, really? That, like, you know, maybe that's just my particular taste or something. So, um, But still, like, we'll the fact that they're see. not on both. Yeah, I think you, uh, you get a free Casino Royale Blu-ray as part of your the first few hundred thousand or something right, to sign okay. up to uh, the PlayStation Network. So hopefully I'll get one of those. Um, so I haven't really watched any, and I've watched trailers and things in 720p, yeah. but you can download them. It seems to work pretty well. Okay, so you can download um, trailers. And, and download them. full games as well. Um, wow. So right. um, Gran Turismo 7 HD or something. Cool. Uh, which looks okay. Um, <laughs> it looks okay. It looks okay, but the <laughs> physics isn't so hot. But uh, right. uh, no, I'm I, I'm quite happy with the PS3. I'm disappointed by the fact that the DVD player isn't region free. The games are region free, apparently. Right. As are the discs. Yeah. But the DVD player isn't. It's region two. Ah, oh, so like DVD as in standard DVD. Yeah, the standard. You can, it'll uh, play DVDs, and it right. seems to do a reasonable job of playback. The video quality is fine. No complaints mm-hmm. on that. Um First thing you do when that's an example of product, you plug it in, and the first thing it upgrades to version one point six. So right. uh, that took a while, but it's and you can download stuff in the background. That's so nice. I think a PS3 is not bad. I mean, mm. um, satisfaction that's rating versus Apple TV it's uh, slightly I mean, better. I mean, James, if it's not if it's not good, you're not one to kind of. Yeah, but I, it's really I think like punches. it's got it's a multifunction device because it's mm. the um, playback, the video, and the gaming kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. and my Guitar Hero game doesn't play on it. Oh no! Uh, but so I'll have to keep the PS2. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a bit disappointing. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think PS3's got potential. Okay. Um, quite how it's all going to work together, I'm not sure. And we're still waiting for PlayStation as a home. Um, the the environment where you get That's stuff. Right. Yeah. Apparently, the more games you play, they're including something in the games where it, the more games you play, the more sort of I don't know, points or. Karma. Things you get for your your character, right? In this this um, second lifey type. Well, second life has just fallen off the the radar, hasn't it? Game wise, really, because everyone's now playing their PS3s and yeah, yeah, getting ready for Sony Home or whatever it is. Indeed, but, uh, no, it's uh, PS3 is interesting, uh, but I think because it's gaming and it's HD mm. cinema kind of stuff. So. so you sound kind of not overwhelmed by it. No, no. I mean, I think you probably have to get into potential. it a bit more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, I think uh, it's going to be about the content and finding the games that you like. As precisely. In, like the Apple TV is principally bit disappointing because the no only content is my own. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so, and I did try plugging a large external disc into my PS3 as well. No, did that um, work? No, apparently it's not very plug and play. It needs to. Uh. If I plug the um, I plug the memory stick duo from my Sony Ericsson phone into it, and it found mm-hmm. that pop the pictures up, no problem at all. Okay. So I think it's more the it needs to be a Sony friendly um, uh, really? file structure, and then it gets it up there. So mm. okay. Um, so it plays well with Sony, right? But not yes, uh, not with anyone else, really. It sounds uh, yeah. really typical. Mm. So yeah, I think uh, 
probably I've, I've rattled on enough about my Apple TV in my <laughs> session. That time you brought some gadgets in. Indeed, I think um, I think it's gadget time. Gadget envy. Next time. Brilliant. Okay, well that kind of brings us roughly to the end, I suppose, of this episode. Does indeed. Does indeed. Uh, Couch 38. So as ever, please send us any feedback to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. We'd if love to hear from um, you. That would be fantastic. The show notes are there for uh, the articles we've spoken yeah, about. Yeah, so on www.onthecouchpodcast.com. Do go and have a look. Um, that would be great. And tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if you're listening and uh, they can hear all sorts of cool stuff about what's happening in the world of entertainment and technology. Thank you very much. And right. we'll speak to you on episode 39 next week where we hope to do an Antipodean hookup. Indeed, because uh, I'll be in Australia and I'll have to work on my accent to get it more <laughs> authentic for next week. Get to rebuild his Aussie stuff. And uh, James will be still in the UK, so we'll see how that goes. So it's uh, bye from Ian. Bye from James. Cheers. Cheers.